Hi, my name is David Siegler and welcome to my podcast. Hi everybody and welcome to this edition of my podcast and uh, it's entitled and rightly so, the next four weeks can change your life. And that's true of any four weeks, but this four weeks in particular, in particular, can change your life. And why am I saying that today? Because I am recording this on the 4th of December. And the four weeks I'm talking about, the month that I'm talking about, is the month between the 4th of December and the 3rd of January. Uh, This is 2018. I know these podcasts are supposed to be evergreen and last forever, and you can listen to them wherever you are in the world, whenever you do it. But... I'm so excited about this four weeks. You have to know about this four weeks. And I'm going to generalize it to talk about any December. I am. Uh, So any December. So if you're listening to this in June or August or September or whenever, December's coming. So you need to have these skills, these ideas on board whenever your December comes. So um, it's an evergreen opportunity because December comes every year. It's a 12th of the year team. It is a 12th of the year. Um, and I see on the forum friends saying this, going to continue smashing it right up to Christmas Eve and they're not stopping and they're not slowing down. And that way it will be true. But here's the truth about December. Actually, people do stop. People do slow down. Uh, once you get to December the 15th, which is only two weeks into December, everything grinds to a halt. It does. You can't get hold of solicitors. You can't get hold of brokers. No paperwork comes out. Until the 5th, 6th, 7th of January, you are stuffed. You are. So let's take this time and uh, use it profitably to uh, build our business and move forward. And how are you going to do it? This is how you do it. And especially in 2018, this is how you should do it. And if you're hearing this late in December, don't you worry. It will apply to January as well, especially this year. Okay, so December 2018 is a great, great opportunity for you because of the state of the market. Now, I have no scientific evidence from about what's going on out there. Um, I did see an article today in a, a very highly respected um, journal which said the North-South divide in property had come to an end. That uh, the southeast prices were dropping, and the northeast, uh, northeast and northwest prices were still going up. Uh, and they they issued this table of figures to substantiate that evidence. Uh, but I read the table of figures, and here's the thing: I don't think it substantiated what they said at all. I don't think it did. That's not what the table said. However, their premise was the North-South divide is over. Um, that's not quite how I see it. Uh, certainly, prices in um, London and the southeast have stalled. They have, no denying that. But this is what I am hearing. This is anecdotal evidence from my friends around the country who are packaging deals. What I'm hearing is there is a shortage of stock. That's what I'm hearing with estate agents, that no new instructions are coming onto the market. And the reason why is that vendors are hesitating because they want to get their price, but they're not sure they're going to get their price because of all the uncertainty and the political background of Brexit and all that stuff, right? So they're holding back. So the stuff that's actually on the market might have been sitting on the market for a little while. And vendors who have got stuff on the market with estate agents today are just holding fire. They are trying to get their price. They're not reducing their price, but they're not selling their houses either. 
Uh, very frustrating for estate agents. So they've got no new stock coming on. The existing stock, uh, the vendors are reluctant to start talking about reductions. So everything's come to a halt. Christmas is coming. People are using Christmas as an excuse to stop working early. And they're just sitting back and uh, waiting to see what happens. Now, I have lived through five property cycles. I have seen this type of thing before. And what this is telling me, the empirical evidence is telling me, is that in 2019, if the uncertainty continues, and it looks like it will, uh, property prices are going to be affected. Uh, Property prices are going to dip. They are, Uh, which is a good thing for us. Right, it's not a good thing if you're in the middle of a project, some huge conversion, and your uh, GDV at the end of the project is going to be affected by that. That is not a good thing. I feel your pain. Right, been there, done that. However, for us going into the market looking for great investment properties for our investors, so we get paid a fee, deal packages. It's a fantastic opportunity for us because for the first time for ten years, eight years. We are going to be buying into a downturn in prices. The curve has has reached the top of the the the, uh, scale and it's dipped over the other side. And uh, like a roller coaster, there is a potential now for it to swoop down to the bottom before it starts going up again. Roller coasters always go up again, right? Uh, now, the thing is, what we don't know is how severe the drop's going to be, if it's going to be maintained, if it's really going to fall away. So how do you judge your offers going forward? That's the uh, topic for another podcast. But what I wanted you to know today, that if you are just starting out in a deal packaging business, this is a crucial time this next four weeks. Why? You can see it yourself. When you go out to do your Christmas shopping, you've got your list in front of you, you've got your coat on, scarf, hat wrapped up against the cold, gets dark early, Christmas lights twinkling in the shops, the Christmas music jingling in the background, all of that stuff's going on. As you walk past the estate agent's office, have a peek in. Just have a peek. There's nobody there. There's just the staff sitting there, uh, twiddling with their pens, pretending to make phone calls, drinking lots of tea, whatever it is they do to pass the time. Uh, And they are looking out at you, looking in at them. That is always a sign for you to stop and go in. Why? Because they've got time to talk to you. They've got time to hear your story. They will give you more time and consideration than when they're really, really busy, right? That's absolutely key. So now is the opportunity for you to go in and tell them, what you do and how you do it. I will come on to the scripts later in this episode. I will tell you exactly what to say if you're new and thinking of doing deal packaging. uh, I will tell you exactly what to say. Uh, And this is part of it because if we are going into a downturn and we can talk ourselves into it, team, I've seen that happen before over the decades, I have, uh, and that's what I think is happening Uh, people are talking themselves into a downturn and then the downturn happens, then that's a fantastic opportunity for you because you can create wealth for your investors in a downturn because we know long-term prices are going to go up again. We all believe that. Put your hand up if you're listening, not if you're driving. Put your hand up if you're listening to this podcast episode and you think prices will go up over the long term. 
Yeah, I can see you out there in podcast land. You all got your hand up now. I get it. And I've got both hands up. That's what I believe. Properties by 2030 are going to be a lot higher uh, in price than they are in 2019. But 2019 is going to be a very interesting year. And uh, fantastic for you because you can serve your investors by finding them deals. You couldn't find them five years ago. For the last five, six years, prices have been going up, which means that if we are packaging in a rising market, the tools that we've had to apply to make uh, these properties cash flow are strategies from our education that increase the yield on the property. So what do I mean by that? I mean multi-lets. Uh, we go from single let to multi-lets. I mean serviced accommodation. We go from single let yields to serviced accommodation yields. They're much, much higher. And it's not that we can't use those skills now, because we've got those skills, to um, add on to any purchases that we buy. But, you know, I've heard many times over the decades that you get wealthy, uh, that your profit is made when you buy. And um, I'm not sure exactly what that means, but I get the gist of it. You know, if you buy at a discount to the market, you've got equity in the bank there from day one. And then when the market recovers... You've got that, that equity, plus, 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 all the growth that you're going to get. So you're going to have happy investors if you buy into the downturn and you factor in the downturn in your offers. That's really, really cool. And that's why December 2018, whenever you're listening to this, is so crucial uh, because we are at that turning point now, I believe. That's my belief. Uh, so... You go into an estate agent in the next four weeks. Don't just stop for Christmas because they're not going to stop. They're going to be there, but they can't do anything. They're going to have to be open. They are because they've got shops and all that stuff, rents and rates and staff to pay for and liveried up cars parked around the corner. All that stuff's got to be paid for, right? Uh, and you go in and get the opportunity to pitch to them what you do. So what is it that you do? Uh, I, um, I'm honoured to be working with uh, people who are new to the industry, new to deal packaging. They want to earn money and they want to earn money quick. Uh, so I do various um, setup calls. Uh, the initial stage with one of the mentees is to have a call and we set up their business and we set them off in the right direction. Then we check in, see how they're going. So um, I have today done a, a setup call with a really smart lady now she has not got experience in property she's got life experience she comes from one of the professions uh she knows nothing about property doesn't even know how to work out you know any more than the basics in terms of yield and return and stuff like that but that's cool because she doesn't have to know it uh what she has to know and what you have to know if you're starting out today is how to present yourself to the estate agents from day one. You go into an estate agent for the very first time, what do you say? What do you say to make yourself credible, so that they'll listen to you, uh, especially if you're new, especially if you think they've heard it all before and they're not interested in me, especially if you think it's going to be hard. It's not hard. They are just human beings too, and they're there to sell houses, and they're not selling the amount of houses they're supposed to be selling, and if you can sell houses for them, they will love you. They will. So this is the sort of thing you have to say. First of all, you've got to find your gold mine area. Where is it? Where are you going to look? You've got to be specific and tell them exactly where you're looking and what you're looking for. So 
in very general terms, wherever you are in the UK, there will be somewhere close to you uh, where there are entry-level properties, probably Victorian, Edwardian-type terrace properties, probably entry-level anything in the north, you know, from 50 to 80 grand, in the southeast, 250 to 280 grand, right? That's how it will roll. Um, those are the properties where you should start looking, okay? Uh, the actual streets, though, where are you going to look the actual streets? And this is where our estate agent friends can be so helpful because they're going to tell you where to look, especially if they've got lettings uh, side to the business attached to the main estate agency. So here's the question, quote, unquote, write this down, not if you're driving. Uh, write this down. So I am uh, sourcing properties to sell to my investors. They are here and they're ready to buy. Um, if you were buying, Mr. Estate Agent, Mrs. Estate Agent today, what streets would you buy in so that the lettings professionals managing it would have no difficulty renting out those properties? Um, we've got a queue of tenants where there's no social issues, where you're going to get good quality working tenants, good people, family homes, that sort of thing, um, where it's going to rent and rent and rent again. You know the streets, Mr. Estate Agent, Mrs. Estate Agent, because you're local and you're professional and you've done it before. Tell me the streets. Let's go and have a look at houses on those streets. Pause. They will appreciate you asking the question. You can tell them that you are new. You can tell them you've not done it before, but you must also tell them out loud in words of one syllable that you have got access to investors who are ready to buy. Pause. Now, maybe you haven't got access to those investors. If you're going to work with me, if you want to work with me, you have got access to those investors. We will make sure that you have because we have investors who are ready to buy and I can help you. Uh, but maybe that's... Uh, Topic for a different podcast as well. However, you've got to make it clear to the estate agents that you have an outlet for these houses. Uh, and then they will start to share with you, oh, this street, that road, that avenue, this close, whatever. Victorian terraces. And then have the conversation with them about how you can add value. So we're talking, obviously, from a starting point, we're going to be talking about single lets, buy-to-let properties, single families, family properties, family homes, um, a single letting from that dwelling. What if what if we could add value for the investor by using multi-letting po policies, i.e. letting the house buy the room instead of the whole house? You can turbocharge a return in terms of rent. Are you allowed to do it, right? That's the key. So we need to find out from the uh, estate agent is there an Article 4 direction on those postcodes? What is an Article 4 direction? Well, I could do a whole podcast episode on this. Probably will. But here's the thing about Article 4 in two sentences, right? Article 4 is a EU article that's been uh, invoked by many local authorities now where they have a concentration of houses of multiple occupation. It might be students. Might not be students, might just be a lot of HMOs because the houses in that area give themselves over to being converted into being rented by the rooms, okay? What the local authority has found is that the proliferation of HMOs has changed the character of certain streets in the town, right? They're not 
family places anymore. You get too many students, too much noise, too much fuss, too much rubbish, all that stuff, right? So here's the thing. They invoke Article 4 for certain purse codes, and Article 4 is a planning, a planning um, issue. And what they're saying to you is if you want to uh, start a new house in multiple occupation, you have to get planning permission. You've got to apply for planning permission. Here's the thing, Mr. Investor. We're not going to give it to you. We won't. Now, pause. That is a huge generalisation. And yes, I know wise people out there in property land, in certain areas, in certain Article 4 areas where uh, concentration is less than X, Y, Z and all that stuff, you could potentially fight your way through. Um, swim through the trickily waters of planning and stuff like that. Um, is it worth it, really? You know, as a deal packager, I don't believe it's worth it. If you're a serious HMO investor, then it might be worth it for you. But as a deal packager, um, and you've got Article 4 directions in your town, in your city, do not source multi-let properties or properties with potential for multi-let, I should say, in those areas. Just use another strategy. That's totally cool. Maybe another strategy you're going to use um, would be serviced accommodation. Take a um, single-let house, find yourself a serviced accommodation management team, and then they can manage it for you and get you multi-let returns on a single-let house. And your investor will get the uplift and be grateful to for you because you as a packager have really packaged all the elements of this deal together. So you found a great house in a great road. You've been guided by the estate agents and letting agents, right? You found a great service accommodation management team who can manage it for them. Uh, and yes, they're going to charge a fee, but the investor's going to get a huge uplift on their income. Can't really call it rent now if we're going to have guests and not tenants on the income from the property. Now, Packaging service accommodation, you've got to do it straight and legal. Gosh, there's another podcast episode there. I can feel it in my waters getting ready to be done. But I'm just going to pause that today because this podcast episode is about December. So go into the estate agent, tell your story, tell them how you're so excited because the first time in years, all the yield-driven guys, all the yield-driven investors can see that it's time to invest again because prices are going down plus we've got the skills to accelerate the rent roll so it makes the arithmetic compelling suddenly the yield is there again and take the opportunity to go and do some viewings so go out with members of the team who work in the estate agents spend 40 minutes 50 minutes going to see a couple of houses telling your story building rapport now the purpose of those trips to do viewings is not for you to agree to buy a house it's not it is to build relationships with whoever it is is doing the viewings. Now, sometimes they will uh, use a viewing agent. What does that mean? It means that you get an appointment with the estate agent, you turn up, and they've just got um, a person who unlocks the door for you and lets you have a walk around. Usually, in my experience, it's a very, very young person with little experience, and it's not good at the relationship if you're going to build a relationship with them, it's not really going to help you in terms of uh, uh, building the relationship with the uh, estate agent's office. What I'm struggling to say here. Um, or 
it might be a retired lady or gentleman, but the retired lady or gentleman will probably, not always, probably have quite a lot of experience in property. Uh, I know one that I've met many, many times, uh, he's let me in for viewings, who's a retired surveyor. So he's got great property <laughs> experience. And, you know, he can do a little mini survey because he's seen the house before, right? He's done several viewings on this house. He can point, uh, <laughs> and um, I'll ask him to do it, he can point out to me, immediately the issues in the house so you know you don't know who you're going to find uh those are not ideal those sort of viewings are not ideal the viewings that you want are the ones where you go to the office with the estate agent you meet them there they get into their car they drive you to the house and you use the time spent in the car with the agent walking around the house building rapport building your relationship showing what an all-round good egg and top girl or geezer what you are and then uh next time out they're going to ring you first they are so tell your story um do some viewings make sure you explain to them that you have got outlets for the house you're not buying it yourself you are representing investors if you haven't got any investors look at one of the other podcasts listen to one of the other podcast episodes about finding investors or work with me right? That's probably the quickest way for you to do it. That'll work really, really well. And then by the time you get into the new year, you are fresh in the estate agent's mind and they are going to start sending deals to you. And you can't tell me that's not how it works, Dave, because I've seen it too often. I've seen too many people do it. People actually follow this advice and get results and the phone rings and it works for them. Okay, so In summary, the next four weeks, I'm speaking on December the 4th, 2018, the next four weeks are key, but every December is the same. So it's a podcast for December team. Get out there when everyone else is Christmas shopping, when everyone else is hesitating, when everyone else is winding down for Christmas, everyone else is convinced from the 15th of December to the 7th of January, nothing is going to happen. What you can do is go and forge some new relationships with your estate agent friends, get out there and do some viewings, build those relationships. So in the following year, whichever year it is, in January and February and March, the busiest time of the year in property, in my experience, from January through to spring is when everything happens. You can set yourself up for the year, but you've already got those relationships being built during the previous December. I hope this has helped. I hope this has served you. Uh, We're going to get it out, I believe, the middle of December. So I hope it's not too late. But in 2018, if you're listening to this, it's definitely not too late because I think the chilly wind of December is likely to blow through January on this occasion. So don't fret if you think you've missed it. Get out there and do it today. I hope it helps. And I'm going to talk to you all really, really soon. Thank you for listening. I am David Siegler. See you on the next episode.